0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, Dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June, and of course, I got my guy, the co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good?
1: What is good? We are hours away. We're so close. Oh, so close, uh, man! I, I'm I'm too hyped right now. Uh, let's get right into these games. Um, you know, Thursday night preview. We, we did it last night. The action is here, so let's get right to these this, this week one action and injuries and going on, going on.
0: Yeah, man. Today is Thursday night football. We are recording this before the game, uh, so you won't hear a reaction from us until about Saturday. Until Saturday, but you know, like Greg mentioned, we did the Thursday night preview last night. Uh, so that is that should be available now. Uh, we also revealed in that episode our streams of the week at the quarterback, tight end, and defensive positions. So you definitely want to go back and catch that to figure out who you should be streaming. Um, but today or tomorrow, rather, on Saturday, uh, don't want to jump the gun here. We're going to reveal our starts of the week. Uh, or what we like to call that here money at Fancy Football Diagnostics, the money time. Yes, sir. That's, that's right. Yes, sir. Money time, because
1: every week it just seemed like it was money. I know. I know. It's the DFS <laughs> bank over there, so we, we give you good times, uh, especially with tight ends, wide receivers, all types of positions. We hit them all.
0: Yes, sir. So, um, you know, but today we are covering the half half of the slate of games that are left between Sunday and Monday. Um. But before we do that, Greg, I think there's just some news that we just got to cover really, really quick. Um, Two star receivers, or I mean, one's a star, the other one, he's on his way. Um, Cortland Sutton being the first one, uh, he got injured at practice today. Greg, I know you recently traded a first round pick and some some capital to acquire Cortland Sutton in, in our Dynasty League. So. Greg, what is what is the situation there? I know you've you've been you've been covering it.
1: Yeah, man. I, at the moment, I saw the alert. I was like, this has got to be crazy. I literally just traded for this man, gave away Latavius Murray because I traded to the Kamara owner with the first round pick in Dynasty to get Colin and That was a big heavy buy. I needed a receiver, and I, I, I felt really good about that move. And uh, the next day, he gets hurt. Uh, so you know, he's getting an MRI tonight. Uh, my fingers are crossed. I think a lot of people in fantasy nation fingers are crossed because he's a great young player. He played well last year, and we you know we figured that he would keep taking another stride to be a potential wide receiver one in fantasy. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll get some results and definitely have it for Saturday.
0: Yeah, this is definitely tough because uh, on you know he plays on Monday night. Yep. You know, ten twenty the latest game. So like you really have almost no time to adjust in this one. Um, so you're going to, you're probably going to be faced with a tough decision before week one. So we'll have to see. I know I have him in our league, of extraordinary people as, uh, as well as my main league. So, you know, this is just, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough situation for all of us. Uh, but the other one, the other receiver I, I previously mentioned, that's Deontay Johnson, uh, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, second year wide receiver. Uh, he didn't practice today, Greg, what was that one about?
1: Uh, yeah, so his foot, he didn't practice today, dealing with a foot injury uh, in sailor's camp right now. That's also a tough injury because we expected him to take a, you know, n- number two behind Juju, that leap, uh, and get, a, get a, lot, a lot of targets in that number two role as, you know, Juju drived, at, thrived in that when he was number two to Antonio Brown. So we expected a lot of good things. Hopefully, you know, we'll have an update for him by Saturday as well. Uh, You know, it's a blessing and curse. They both they both these guys play on Monday night, which is not good. So but we'll be able to tell kind of a little longer. We have time. Just make sure to keep both these guys uh, in your flex spots right now um, so that you have them ready to maybe shift shift them out and pay attention to Friday's and Saturday's practices.
0: Yep, that's a great point, right? Make sure those, the same way we want to take those Thursday night players out of our flex, those Sunday and Monday night players, if they're the latest play- player playing in our lineup, we want them in the flex position. Yep. Um. So, you know, I think that somebody needs to watch out for Robert Woods and his well-being because um, <laughs> the starting wide receiver on, on my League of Extraordinary People team, Cortland Sutton. Uh, the other starting wide receiver on my league extraordinary people, uh, team, Deontay Johnson. Ooh. So, uh, all I would say Ooh. is if you're Robert Woods or you somebody that personally is close to Robert Woods, just tell him to, to to watch himself, okay? Um, so go with that being said, man, let's just jump right into these games, man. Today, we're covering the Falcons, the Seahawks, or Falcons versus Seahawks, Bills versus Jets, Panthers versus Raiders, Jags versus Colts. Packers versus Vikings, Patriots versus Dolphins, Ravens versus Browns, and Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Greg, are you ready for this, man?
1: Yeah, I'm ready for this. I just want to mention, you know, if you, if you haven't struggled with that, those receivers come holler at me, your boy. You know, get some trays on. You know, you know, it's been a while, so just just holla at me. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for these games. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, you know, there's go. got
0: to be a trade between you and you, Greg. So don't yeah, worry, yeah, that'll yeah. happen.
1: <laughs> I'm ready to go, man.
0: All right, let's get to it, man. So uh, again, I, did, I didn't mention this yesterday with the, we did, when we did the Thursday night breakdown, but we get our lines from FanDuel Sportsbook. I know that you know the lines probably differ in other places, but um, we're getting the lines from FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, and you know we're again trying to get the most up to date lines as we can from FanDuel Sportsbook. So um, you know that being said, our first matchup we've got the Atlanta Falcons staying at home to face the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. This game is in Atlanta. Seahawks are one and a half point favorites. This game is a 49 and a half point over under. There are no injuries to note of in this game. Uh, I'll, I'll start first with this one. You know, this game for me was a, was a tough one to pick. It's the, the third highest uh, game total on the slate. You've got two teams and two coaching staffs that are a bit different on the offensive side of the football. Atlanta was fourth in neutral pass game rate last year. Uh, Seattle had the fourth lowest neutral pass game rate last year. Atlanta was also fifth fastest in, in neutral pace neutral pace of play or, or seconds per play while Seattle was 21st. Uh, so uh, obviously we we know what Seattle wants to do. They want to run the ball with Chris Carson and this Atlanta run defense wasn't great last year. They did get better as the year got a, uh, got on, but... Uh, if they can do, if they can slow him down or um, potentially sh- shut him down, then, you, then we could get a shootout on our hands. I, uh, I don't think that they stop him completely. I do think they slow him down. So I'm taking the over, and with that, I'm taking, um, I'm taking Atlanta to cover, and I'm taking Seattle to win. Mm. Uh, but in terms of fantasy, in terms of fantasy production, uh, I'm taking. Obviously, I think you got to start Russ. You got to start Chris Carson, uh, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. You have to start those guys. Um, and then on the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley, uh, Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst are all in play uh, for a potential uh, back and forth with with the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the, the fantasy analysis I got for the game. I got the over in this game. I have Seattle Covering the spread and Seattle winning. I think, you know, Seattle gets the dub uh, by a field goal. You know, they're probably losing at halftime, but then Russell goes into MVP mode and then gets it done uh, towards the end of the game. Starts throwing the ball more and gets more pass attempts down the field. Um, Yeah, those guys that you talk about, all those guys you highlighted for fantasy. I love those guys. Julio, especially, and Calvin Ridley. Um, Yeah, the Falcons, you know, highest passing team in the NFL last year, 42.8 attempts per game. So there's going to be a team that's going to chuck it up in the air. And especially in competitive games, they're definitely going to chuck it up in the air. So uh, yeah, a potential shootout here. That's why I got the over.
0: Yeah. I just realized I said, see, I said Atlanta to cover. I did not mean Atlanta to cover. I meant Seattle to cover, Word. Uh, but I did take Seattle to win. So yeah, that I'm not trying to take Atlanta to, to cover a one and a half point. Yeah. Spread yeah, yeah I'm like, Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty, <laughs> <it's> super close. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, nah, nah, I I guess we we agree on this game. So, uh, Bills versus Jets, you know, we've got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. This game is in Buffalo. The Bills are six and a half point favorites. This line opened up at six. It's now at the six and a half. The total is set at 39 and a half points. This, This is the lowest total in the week in terms of injuries. Josh Norman. Uh, Cornerback for the Buffalo Bills has missed the last two practices with a hamstring. Greg, what do you got?
1: In this game, I have the under. In this game, it's gonna be a classic Jets-Bills ugly game right here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got the Jets covering the spread though, um, and I have the Bills winning. Um, So I just, you know, this for this game. uh, Obviously, fantasy-wise, my most intrigue here is of course the Zach Moss versus Devin Singletary. The snap mm-hmm. count, the touches, how they get used. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not ex- too excited. I'm kind of um, excited for all those people that are going to panic probably after this week because Jets' rush defense is pretty good. And wh- whoever gets, I think either one of these guys are both going to have not so hot games. So maybe I can, you know, buy some Zach Moss after this week in uh, some, uh, some, <laughs> some some leagues because uh, it might be a little struggle. So I wouldn't focus too much on like h- how their stats and everything, but I, w- I would look towards like the snap count and touches and everything. Um, But other than that, I definitely would like to focus on uh, Diggs, John Brown, Josh Allen. I think those guys are in play to have a good game. Josh Allen, especially uh, as as a solid QB1 in fantasy Uh, for the Jets. uh, Le'Veon Bell, just as far as his usage and his touches, I think he's in play as a a great flex value. Crowder and Herndon, um, those guys as well uh, for PPR, especially. Um, So Denzel, uh, Denzel Mims and Bashad Perriman. They seem like they're good to go. So uh, those guys, I think <clears throat> Perriman could be in play, I think in a deeper league as a, maybe a flex value, but uh, Donald might struggle against the secondary a little bit. So I think I will really only trust uh, Crowder and Herndon for pass catchers.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you on, on this game. I've got the, you know, the jets covering the spread, but the Bills still winning. Um, you know, when these two quarterbacks are healthy and starting, these games are actually pretty close. Last year was a one-point difference in Week 1 victory for Buffalo and a four-point victory uh, for the Jets the year before. I think we get a close game here, so that's why I took the Jets to cover the spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, like you said, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, John Brown, uh, You may, I mean, you have to start at least Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Yep. Uh, John Brown, I think, is definitely... In play here you know the Jets secondary yeah, they did lose Jamal Adams uh, they they you know their their corners have been kind of rotating all, all summer so there's not really much stability back there uh, they don't have much of a pass rush either so I think Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are going to have a good day here um, like you said with terms of the running backs you know I, th- I think you can count on one of them to get a touchdown mm-hmm. just because you know they, they are six and a half point favorites at home uh, I think that that guy would be Zach Moss. I don't think it would be Devin Singletary. So. Um, <laughs> if if Zach Moss does get in the end zone, then I you know that's that's obviously gonna you know be a decent day for him. Yep. Because uh, like you said, the run defense for for the New York Jets is pretty good. So, um, but on the Jets side, I think that it's like you said, it's really Herndon and Crowder. Uh, for, you know, for, in terms of pass catchers, I think I would be less inclined to start Bell in a half point PPR. Um, if you know if I had better options then I'd go with them um, if I'm in a full point PPR then I think he's a good play though because you know uh, while did mims and uh, Perriman are coming back I think that bell makes too much sense to to not uh, use as a receiver especially when you know the past game is that's what they've been really working with through camp so right. um, that's where I'm at with that game so should be a good one I'm excited. Uh, as a jets fan so
1: yeah, yeah it should we'll be see. a solid game uh sam Donald, hopefully you know your first full healthy season um get
0: it and get it going oh yeah don't jinx him though no, no i won't talk about <laughs> <laughs> you know i thought he was fully healthy last year and then he ended up playing <laughs> that game with mono so <laughs> all right on to the next matchup man we've got the carolina panthers Taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. This game is in Carolina. The Las Vegas Raiders are three point favorites, and this is up from a two and a half from being two and a half point favorites, and that's up from being one and a half or two point favorites, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the over under on this game or the total set on this game is forty seven and a half. Uh, injuries to watch in this game. Uh, Las Vegas Raider rookie cornerback Damon Arnett is uh, he has a thumb injury. He Will have a cast on though, looks like he'll play through that. And Carolina's starting left guard Dennis Daly is out indefinitely, it seems, uh, with an ankle. So, no idea if, if he'll play Sunday. Um, you know, but for me, I think this is a sneaky, sneaky shootout. Uh, this game has sneaky, sneaky shootout potential, in my opinion. I'm also, so uh, for that, I'm taking the over. I am taking the Raiders to cover and the Raiders to win, but uh, I think points will be scored on both sides starting. Uh, with the Carolina run defense, they gave up the most uh, yards, most touchdowns, and most fantasy points to the running back position last year. Uh, I know they addressed that side of the ball, but it's it's week one. You know, I don't think they'll be prepared for Josh Jacobs in this in this nasty big Raiders offensive line. Um, Carolina also should be. Bad against the pass with inexperience in the secondary and not enough practice to you know getting their communication down in the game setting and so Greg your stream of the week you know Derek Carr I think he's he's gonna have a good day here with, with Darren Waller uh, I would take the shot on either one of these rookie wide receivers in Henry Ruggs or Brian Edwards and on the Carolina side you know Teddy Teddy Bridgewater he's my my sleeper stream of the week uh, D J Moore and uh, Christian McCaffrey are the main guys I'm looking at. Uh, and of course, my my stream at the tight end position and Ian Thomas and, and you know I think DJ Moore gets a bump here, you know you know because like we mentioned with Arnett and the thumb injury playing with the cast uh, I I really like DJ Moore this week. So Greg, where are you at with this game?
1: Yeah, so with this game I I'm going with the under still in this game. Um, just first week could be actually a little good, a sneaky shootout, but I'm gonna still go with the under. Uh, I got the I do have the Raiders against the spread and I do have the Raiders winning the game. Uh, fantasy wise. Uh, the Panthers. I uh, gotta go CMC, of course. Obviously, number one pick overall and majority of fantasy leagues. Gotta go DJ Moore. I like him a lot, especially in this matchup. Uh, Ian Thomas questionable for the game, but you know Matt Rule says he believes he will play. Uh, I think he is a, a good play actually, as a, you know a tight end too, or a guy that you you know you can get to stream. Um, and on the Raiders side. Uh, my intrigue of course is with these two starting receivers right now, uh, rug starting in the slot. It was ever starting out wide. Um, H- Hunter Remro is the third receiver. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, two rookie receivers starting week one, how the, the, this targets shares is it's going to be between these three receivers. Uh, definitely love Josh Jacobs though. Perfect game script for him. Uh, the Raiders are favored and, you know, you talks about the Panthers, uh, past defense being very bad. Um, Definitely, it's gonna be a big time show for Josh Jacobs. They did draft Jer- Derek Brown, uh, big time D-, D tackle as a run stopper. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be it's gonna be Josh Jacobs show all day. And Darren Waller, he's definitely in play. Um, so yeah, I think those are the guys. I'm definitely intrigued about those Raiders receivers, though.
0: Yeah, man, that's definitely gonna be intriguing. Are you at all um, players that you know? I think I'm on the fence about, um, or maybe other people might be on the fence about. Uh, hunter renfro is he somebody that in, that would intrigue you at all you know can you two, could you tell yourself a story where you see he's he becomes relevant
1: i think so just because he's not a rookie so maybe he has some you know he already has some experience in as an nfl player and connection with their car um so i could see him getting maybe like five to six targets which is you know uh Decent uh, for a guy that could be, you know, a deep league flex, especially in a full-point PPR league. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not sure who to really bet on right now. I think Ruggs and Edwards just talent-wise are, are better. So, I, I like Ruggs the most coming into the year as a receiver. So, to a better one. I drafted him last night in the league, too. So, I, I like Ruggs a lot.
0: Yeah, I um, I definitely hear that. I mean, I think – so, You're you're taking the under in this game. I took the over. So for me, I think I I see a a world where, you know, this game has a little back-and-forth nature to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Raiders obviously being able to run the ball. um, But I think, you know, I don't think that the Raiders are going to have to take the foot off the gas at any point Right. uh, just because of the weapons that, you know, Carolina has. So if that's the case, then I think Hunter Renfro is maybe getting these targets, you know, converting the chains on third down, you know, but I'm just telling a story where I guess maybe I see where is in play. But, um, yeah, what about Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson? Are those guys any intrigue to you at all?
1: Uh, I think so. I think, you know, the Raiders secondary is uh, vulnerable. I think they can be attacked. So um, Curtis Samuel, you know, we, we didn't get a lot of good uh, news out of, for him out of camp. But, you know, that week one, everything changes. I think if he's ready to go, Outside the gate, they're definitely going to use him. Um, so I think I would probably still rank Curtis Samuel over Robbie Anderson for, for this week and going forward.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. Um, all right, man, let's jump into this Jags-Colts game. So we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. It feels so weird not saying a record. Um, we've got the 0-0 <laughs> zero and zero Jacksonville Jaguars versus the 0-0 zero and zero Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Colts are the second largest favorites on the week. Tie with the Baltimore Ravens at seven and a half in a forty seven and a half point over under. Greg, what do you what do you got in this game?
1: So in this game, I have the under in this game. I have the Colts covering the spread though, and I have the Colts winning. I basically have the Colts really just dominating the pace of this game uh, on both sides of the floor, I mean, you know, on the field, <laughs> thinking I'm still in my basketball mind <laughs> Basketball otherwise. mode. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have the, those, the Colts t- com- dominating this game. For uh, fantasy-wise, um, Garner Minshew, I, I still like him as a, you know, a sneaky uh, stream play um, because he's going to be behind. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot, um, and I think he's in play. For, you know, if you want a safe uh, streamable player or maybe a cheap player in DFS, I think Garner Mesh is definitely in play. Chris Thompson, this is a great game script for him, um, especially in full point PPR leagues. I think he's definitely, he could be a RB2 upside for this game, um, for sure. With uh, just garbage points, any types of points, I think he's going to be involved here, uh, especially getting work in, with the receptions. Uh, and DJ Shark, obviously. You know we love him. Uh, yeah, he's he's a guy. I think you can start right away. You, you already know he's going to be there for you uh, on the Colts side. Um, heavy defensive uh, team. I think this week this is a good play for them. They'll think I think they'll definitely be in the top five after this week for defensive performances. Um, J T and Marlon Mack. I think they both eat. That's really the problem. Definitely the most intriguing uh, line uh, story in this game. Uh, J T versus Mack. Uh, Marlon Mack and how they get used in their performances in this game uh, and then in good health of course T.Y. is a good play also with Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's actually Michael Pittman Jr. versus Paris Campbell as well how that target share goes as the, who's the second receiver uh, on that team
0: yeah I'm with you in terms of how you, how the game plays out I'm taking the under I'm taking the Colts to cover and the Colts to win Uh, I've had this game circled for basically months now when the lines came out. And, you know, I love it as much today, if not more, because since that, since the line came out, the Jags have traded two defensive starters, (laughs) Yannick Ngakwe and Ronnie Harrison, and they've also cut starting running back Leonard Fournette. So, uh, yeah, my quarterback stream of the week, Phillip Rivers, uh, set to have a nice, a nice steady fantasy day. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, you, you have to start him. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Paris Campbell or Michael Pittman in DFS or something. I mean, I'm starting Michael Pittman uh, in, in one of my leagues, and that's out of like pure necessity right there. Word. So, um, you know, it's a bad Jacksonville Jags defense. I'm, you know, I've been calling my shot on Michael Pittman being the number two receiver, uh, you know, on. On the um, on the Indianapolis Colts, you know, we always talk about JT and the draft capital that was spent on him. Well, before they could draft JT, before they had to trade up to get JT, but they had a second round pick before that pick with JT, and they picked Michael Pittman with that
1: pick. Mm. So,
0: um, you know, that tells you how much they like Michael Pittman. You know, no slight to Paris Campbell; he was also a second round pick last year. Like the, they the love team, him too. You know, <laughs> they love, they absolutely love. So, it's going to be something to watch for sure. Um, but you know, I, I would definitely think you could take a shot on one of them. I'm starting Michael Pittman. So, uh, if you want to take that ride with me, uh, then, then, then yeah, hope, hope it goes well for the both of us. But the, the guys I'm really looking at, like you said, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, uh, seeing how that split goes. Um, you know, I think that it, the split doesn't really matter. Cause I think they're both going to eat against a, a bad Jacksonville defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that they're going to be the hammers along with this revamped Colts defense that that pound the Jags into submission. So um, on the Jags, I think the, I mean, I I do like Minshew as a player. I just, I don't know if I could start him in a game where we're taking the under, taking the Colts to cover, the Colts to win. Uh, You just said the Colts are going to be a top five probably defense this week. That just tells me Gardner Minshew probably didn't, didn't play all that well. <laughs> I guess if so, you're
1: desperate, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, if you're desperate to quarterback league, I think you you kinda almost have to start oh, yeah. him. But um I the only guy I'm really looking to start is is probably DJ Shark. Um in DFS, LaVisca Chenault is like so interesting to me, but you know, he's a he's a guy I think you probably just want to stash on your bench uh in redraft in week one and see and see if you I mean if you can afford the roster spot and see how um, what his involvement is like. Uh, one of the things that came out today, uh, one of the beat reporters at Jacksonville uh, in Jacksonville said, you know, she's not allowed to report, you know, specific formations or alignments or how players are being used. But she's like, let me just say that Levis- the way the Jags are using LaVisca Chenault is very, very creative. Hmm. So that'll be something to watch. Um, that's something that I had said, I think, two weeks ago or a week ago whenever Leonard Fournette got cut. I don't know. Time is flat now. Um, but, I you know, that's something definitely I'm, I'm intrigued to see. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, definitely. Um, also, yeah, James Robinson, he probably won't exactly have a good game. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, but he, the number of carries and the number of touches he gets is going to be interesting, too.
0: Yeah, his utilization will definitely be interesting. Uh, they also recently, the Jacksonville Jags, have added uh, Darre Agumboale, who was recently cut by the Bucks to make room for Fournette. So um, interesting how that happens. Frenette gets cut, goes to, Jack, to, to Tampa Bay, and then Darre gets cut and ends up in Jacksonville. So um, interesting to see how he gets used, if at all. I know he's mainly a special teams player. Um, but we'll, you know he's also useful in the past game, so we'll see. But Chris Thompson, I think, you know, we already know what that role is. You already know what that role is in Jay Gruden's, uh, you know, his heart and his eyes. So mm-hmm. um, Chris Thompson's, you know, definitely a, a, a play for for us this week for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to this Packers Vikings. The O and O zero and zero Green Bay Packers take on the Minnesota Vikings. This is a tough game here. Uh, divisional matchup, game is in Minnesota, Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites in a a 45-and-a-half-point over-under. Now, I've gone back and forth about this one, but I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Vikings to cover. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings to win this game. Both these defenses were at the bottom of the NFL rankings in terms of success rate versus the run. Uh, The Vikings at 31st. The Packers were 32nd. That's according to SharpFootballStats.com. Uh, and so uh, I'm firing up Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. No questions asked. Uh, no real interest in either one of these quarterbacks, to be honest. But I will start the two wide receivers, um, the two number one wide receivers, uh, bet- you know, Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams, especially Devontae Adams, who has just killed the Mike Zimmer coach uh minnesota vikings in his last four games against the vikings he's got 45 targets 33 catches 355 yards and two touchdowns and last year he went over 100 yards in both games versus the vikings uh and then adam thielen who's stepping into his role as the undisputed top target for Kirk cousins uh after that that's really all i want to play from this game
1: yeah i'm with you in every way honestly uh the under (laughs) the vikings uh, and the Vikings uh, winning, you got the Vikings winning cover and spread. And, yep, and the under. Uh, yeah, I think the Vikings are going to – I think the Packers fold against really good teams, and I think the Vikings are going to be a good team this year. So I don't think that, you know, the Packers are going to be able to – they're going to get uh, dominated towards the end, especially, defense, like, on the line and hopefully the secondary especially is better for, for the, the Vikings because – Yeah, the the same players you're intrigued in, I'm intrigued in. Aaron Jones, Devontae, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. That's all I'm really targeting. Uh, I'm in a wait-and-see mode for any other Packers threat other than that, and I'm in a wait-and-see mode for who's the number two receiver after Adam Thielen because Diggs is left. There's 93 targets missing. Um, B.C. Johnson, it had intrigued uh, as a possible starter in that number two role over Justin Jefferson. So uh, we'll see about that.
0: Yeah, Irv Smith is also somebody that's uh, been getting talked about as someone who's been used, you know, he's listed as a tight end for the for the Minnesota Vikings, but they run a lot of two tight end sets. And apparently they've been lining him up at receiver. So he's also somebody to watch in this game as well. uh, Keep an eye on. Um, But any, any anything else, Greg, out of this game?
1: Yeah, no, nah, um no. Nah.
0: There's been some MVS hype. Has that been interesting nope, nope, interested to want, you I don't at don't all? Want nope. MV- nah, MVS, nah. that's all that was all
1: twenty nineteen. <laughs> Every week. Either him, Queen and St. Brown. He was hurt towards I mean, last year, so he had hype coming into camp. I need to see it. I mean, the only one you give me a chance on is Adam Lazard, Lizard Time, but that's it. That's it.
0: You you mean Alan Lazard. Sorry, Alan Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, yeah, it's the the Lizard. That's that's who I want to play, but not in this game. No, no. Um, no. I all see. right, n- next game, we've got the 0-0 Cam Newton-led New England Patriots oh, yeah. going, or not going to Miami, against Miami. Uh, the Dolphins, or the Pats, are 6.5-point favorites and a 42-point over-under. This is the third lowest total on the entire slate. Uh, injuries in this game. Uh, Edelman was limited with a knee, so that's something to watch. Uh, All three Miami pass catchers were limited. uh, Devontae Parker with a hamstring. Preston Williams with a knee, but I think that's just the same knee where he had the ACL. And then uh, Mike Gusecki with a glute injury. So uh, all three of these guys do seem like they're going to be good to go. Greg, where are you at with this game?
1: Uh, this game, I got the over in this game. Um, I think this is going to be a, a sneaky uh, high-scoring game. Possibly, I got the Patriots covering the spread though, and I have the Patriots winning the game. Um, I just think still the Patriots are the better team. Um, they're they're in Miami, but you know that it's not Tom anymore; it's Cam now. And Cam, oh man, I just is this I, game in Miami? I messed I, that up then. Oh no, no, so, you're right. No, sorry, the game is in New England.
0: In New England, okay. Yeah,
1: okay, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Cam is here now. And got that report. I know you saw that they want to do probably possibly want to give him the ball more for carries, man. If that's the case, you know, he's getting those 140 carries he got when he was last year with full year with Carolina. Oh man, it's going to be great for this man. Uh, he's definitely, I love him for this game. Uh, Julian Edmund, I know he, he's always on limited every week last year, especially. I, I trust that he's going to be there to play, and so I love him for this matchup as well. Um, I'm in a wait and see mode with the backfield, other than James White. So I think he is in play uh, here. Patriots defense I think is in play as well to get uh, some turnovers because you know they are going against Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick. I don't know Fitz Tragic. So sometimes it could be <laughs> <laughs> it could be it could be could be good or bad. I know they could get some turnovers though. He's starting uh, on the Dolphins side. Uh, Devonte Parker he's going to be probably locked down by Stefan Gilmore. So I think Preston Williams is in play uh, if he's uh, going to be good to go um, and. Yeah, other than that, I'm I'm heavy Cam. I have him a lot of leagues. I, I love him for this matchup. He's a sneaky start of the week for me. Just just saying.
0: Yeah, man. I I am taking the actually the under in this game. I'm I'm gonna take the Dolphins to cover, uh, because I, I do like Brian Flores. I like what he's cooking over there in Miami. Uh, even though I don't like the Dolphins or the pat or the Pats for that matter. But um, <laughs> you know, this week 17 last year, this he kept this he, he actually they won this game That's when, true. when the. The Dolphins didn't have anything to play for. The Pats had everything to play for, um, and you couldn't even name the guys on that Dolphins team. So uh, I'm taking the Dolphins to cover. I'm taking the Pats to win it, though. Uh, Cam Newton, like you, like you, you know, you talked about, you know, uh, on and on about how much you love him. I love him as well. I'm gonna, I'm starting this guy this week, no doubt about it. Unless I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback, because I do have that situation in one league, um, but I'm. James White as a flex play. Uh, That's really all I'm interested in on the pass side. I don't know if I'd force Edelman into my lineup, but I'd start him if I didn't have any other options. In two games against, you know, this Miami defense last year, Edelman combined for seven catches and 77 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, Maybe Flores being over there in Miami, having come from New England, maybe he's got the secret sauce to shutting Edelman down, Uh, but it's definitely something to pay attention to. Um, Parker, he scorched Gilmore last year, but he, he is a bit banged up, um, and Preston Williams coming back. I'm I'm curious to see how the distribution of targets goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Gesek is actually the guy I'm interested in. That's true. Pats don't have they don't have Patrick Chung this year as he opted out due to uh, COVID concerns. So he's obviously he's he's my breakout tight end. Uh, he's intriguing to me in this matchup uh, in a game where you obviously know uh, Miami uh, will be behind and becoming you know, trying to, trying to come back. Um, outside of that, I just want to see the Tom Brady list patch, man. That's really it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to be yeah. at Mike. I definitely forgot to mention that. That's a, that's definitely part the other guy other than, you know, Devonte Parker. i mean, Preston
0: with for me that, uh, I would like, are you sorry? No, you're good. Are you on the, uh, where are you at with Jordan Howard? I mean, are you playing? I know, I know you and I probably have a lot of Jordan Howard. Yes. Um, I-
1: I like Jordan Howard coming into this year. Uh, The Pats rush defense, just, I mean, they were good at every side of the pass uh, pass defense and their rush defense was really good. Um, I think Jordan Howard, you know, he's going to get the carries. He's going to get the opportunity. Um, So I don't think he's like a must start, though, this week. But I like him going forward.
0: He's more like a can start.
1: Yes, he's a can
0: start. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um, yeah, just I mean, like you said, I mean he's gonna get these opportunities. I mean this Pat's rush defense—you could run on them at points last year. I, you know, I don't know if Belichick has cleaned true. that up. That's I'm true. sure, I'm sure he's maybe tried, but um, the Dolphins didn't have a run game last year. No, they had
1: no run game. I mean, I remember if, if you were really good Ryan back, you, you put was the leading rusher. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick Chubb did destroy them last year, and and also like, yeah. Derek Mark Henry Ingram well. and the Ravens Mark did, Henry.
0: and Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, like you could run on could the run on Yeah, um, you can run on them. I just, I don't know. You know, neither one of us have picked. Has the Dolphins O line the Dolphins, you know, O-line the Dolphins. Better, though? The, the Dolphins O line is marginally better, but it's still b- below average. Right, I would say so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking to start Howard. I, I think you, like you said, you can start Howard but if I would go in so many other different directions than Howard. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so well, all right, Zach Moss or Jordan Howard? I think that's pretty easy. There's Zach
1: Ooh. Moss. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Zach Moss.
0: Um, all right, so to, next up we've got the Baltimore Ravens, 0-0 Baltimore Ravens taking on the 0-0 Cleveland Browns. This game is in Baltimore. Baltimore 7.5-point favorites and a 48.5-point over-under. Greg, what do you got?
1: This one, I got the over-in this game. I got the Cleveland Browns covering this game. and But I have the Baltimore Ravens winning this game. Um, I think this game, people kind of realized that the Browns got better, you know, and they, they improved from last year, uh, addressed the O-line, and um, addressed just things in general. Um, so I believe that you know the Browns were able to keep this game a little competitive, uh, but other than that, I think Baltimore gets it done uh, because they're just the better team in general. Um, but Ravens pick up where they left off. Lamar Jackson, he's the man. You got to start him. Must start number one quarterback in fantasy. Mike Ingram, I think should be used heavily in this game. Uh, I would that he's probably going to be used early and often. Uh, the Browns struggled in that rush defense last year, and I think uh, they'll, you know, the Ravens will continue to use their strength as one of the heaviest uh, rushes, uh, rush teams in, in the league. Uh, I fit, probably favor him over a Hollywood Brown game, but I think Hollywood Brown is still in play as well with Mark Andrews. Um, they're heavily favored in this one. Um, but again, I think the Browns cover and keep it competitive because uh, on the Brown side, uh, they address the O-line. Odell Beckham should get close to 10 targets, so I'm fa- heavily playing him uh Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt definitely the most intriguing part of this game their touches and their uses we got a good sample size last year but it's always intriguing to see how that changes this year new coaching staff new everything so uh uh, I'm I'm excited for this game but I got the the Ravens winning
0: yeah I'm I'm taking the under I got the Browns to cover and and the Ravens to win Uh, last year when the Ravens were 14 and 2 they won on on a a 12 game win streak uh, they went 0-2, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, expected, and the Cleveland Browns. This was a divisional. This is a divisional game. These teams naturally do not like one another. Uh, both these teams will come out looking to run the ball uh, and utilize play action. The Browns are hurting in the secondary. Uh, I didn't touch on the injuries before this before this game, but uh, starting center J.C. Trudger, he's been limited with a knee, but it looks like um, he's trending in the right direction to play for the Browns. Uh, and then as well as browns cornerback greedy williams he's questionable to play with with a shoulder injury uh and he and he missed practice today uh so the the browns are hurting in the secondary uh with the with uh, a few a few other guys actually dealing with injuries i know their second round pick grant delpit he also is is out with an injury so they're hurting at safety as well um so I think that's a potential boost for Lamar in the pass game. Uh, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, those are guys that are both plays for me. I think Mark Ingram, you know, he's going to make his money around the goal line, like, you know, where he mm-hmm. always does. So I, I like him to get a touchdown in this one. Uh, really curious to see how uh, the running back touches are distributed, you know, as well for, for Baltimore, um, you know, because they do have they do have Mark Ingram. They do have uh, second-round pick J.K. Dobbins. Um Gus Edwards, he's also, a, you know, a talented runner as well. So curious to see how this backfield gets distributed. Uh, and then the Browns, I think you start to see, uh, you know, you have to start Nick Chubb. You have to start Odell Beckham. Uh, even though this is a this is a tough secondary that Odell's facing, it's just a tough defense in general that, that he's going up against. But like you said, you know, 10 targets. Uh, if, he, if he gets that, you have to start him. Yeah. Um. You know, the, the Ravens, you know, they were the best, and they were best in uh, best team in terms of fantasy points given up to the tight end position. So I'm not looking to start Austin Hooper. Um, and then one note on Chubb uh, in that first matchup, you know where the Browns beat Baltimore, uh, Chubb went 20 for 165 and three touchdowns on this Ravens defense. Mm. So if 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 the Browns do have success, it will be uh, in the run game. Uh, players i'm on the fence about greg maybe you're on the fence about them too maybe people out there listening are on the fence about jarvis landry kareem hunt are you looking to start either one of these guys
1: uh i am looking to start kareem hunt especially in a full point ppr league and i think also jarvis has full point ppr intrigue but i'm not reaching i'm not must starting for jarvis i think i'm uh leaning towards kareem hunt in all in all types um but yeah, you talked about that run game. I mean, that that was the formula to beat the uh, Ravens in the playoffs. You run the ball down their throat. That's uh, yeah. So Nick Chubb definitely is going to have a good game.
0: Yeah, I uh, I've I've been going back and forth about Kareem Hunt, man. I really it's something I've just gone back and forth with. But I think, like you said, it makes a ton of sense in a full point PPR. Um, there is a player who you know I'll just say it now because I don't want to forget tomorrow who I actually. Uh, I'm starting over Kareem Hunt, uh, and that's Ceedee Lamb. But we could talk about mm, Ceedee Lamb tomorrow. Okay. But Greg, what do you think about what do you think about that decision?
1: Um, Ceedee Lamb going against the Lions high over under. No, um,
0: Ceedee Lamb going against the Rams.
1: Oh, going against the Rams also a high over under. Uh, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that that could be a good play. Amari Cooper, he did. I think he did practice today, though. And he he did be.
0: practice, but he will he will be with uh he'll he'll be spending all all day Sunday night with Jalen Ramsey.
1: Okay, he will be yes as well. Yeah, my, I mean, yeah, Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin, uh, yeah, C D Lamb. I think you're definitely going for that. You're, you're going for that boom play for sure. Um, instead of a play, <laughs> safe Kareem hunt, like I don't know, ten to ten, maybe to eleven points. Uh. You want a touchdown, definitely from CeeDee Lamb. I'm looking for. So, I mean, for the boom, I, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, man. So I, I thought that was interesting. I wanted to see where, what you what you thought about that one. Um, all right. So this last matchup of the evening that we're going to cover, the zero and zero Washington football team, staying at home in Washington, to take on the zero and zero Philadelphia Eagles. This game. Like I said, in Washington, Eagles are five and a half point favorites. This is a 42 and a half point over under. Jalen Rager was limited with a shoulder injury yesterday on Tuesday. Or on Wednesday, but this is now Thursday, and he was a full participant. Greg, crazy! You know how happy I am to hear this. How good it is to be young, man. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm I'm trying to recover six months for uh, two years from a shoulder injury. So, um, you know, Miles Sanders, he was limited with the hamstring, uh, but seems like the Eagles are not concerned about that. Uh, He's just been a limited participant in practice. So, you know, not really concerned. But uh, in terms of the, how the, this matchup, how I see it playing out, I'm taking the over. Uh, I'm taking Washington to cover. I'm taking the Eagles to win the game. Uh, the Eagles are hurting on the offensive line. And so with this revamped Washington defensive line, I think that's the formula for Washington to keep it close. Um, I also think Washington has an, enough weapons to challenge the Philadelphia defense. so I expect a close game with a, well, you know with a back and forth nature to it. Uh, Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, Deshaun Jackson, Zach Ertz are all must plays for me in this one. I mean, if Jalen Rager is healthy, I'll play him in this one. On the Washington side, I think Terry McLaurin is a 100% smash play. Like, if I could put him in my lineup twice, I would do it. <laughs> uh, Antonio Gibson, definitely intriguing. Depending on, you know, when and where you drafted him, uh, you might be you might be able to afford to wait if you got him in the, in the ninth round, but if you drafted him in the fifth... Yeah, uh, you, you you know you may not have a ton of other options behind him. You know, if I had a guy like Marlon Mack, then I I probably who I drafted after Gibson, I, I would start Mack. Um, you know, Logan Thomas is is an interesting dart throw in my opinion. The converted quarterback is now the starting tight end for the Washington football team, um, and you know very well could be the second or third target on this offense. Uh, and you know, should spend some time playing playing catch up in, in this game, and, and you know, for the rest of this year.
1: Yeah, I'm with Greg, you. Where you at? Oh yeah, I'm with you with the Eagles winning the game. I have the Eagles covering the spread though, and I have the over in the game. Um, I just don't respect the Washington football team, honestly, anyway. So I just think the Eagles, um, no matter who they put out on the field, they prove time and time again they still seem to make it happen. Um, so I'm gonna go with them. Uh, you know, the guys you talked about, though, especially Carson Wentz, he's in play. Deshaun Jackson, he's in play. As long as this guy's healthy, he should be getting good targets. And because um, the, you know, on this team, you will be able to be fantasy relevant. All you have to do is stay healthy. Um, And, you know, great news for Rager. It's crazy. Uh, so if he's healthy and good to go. I think he definitely has some uh some some value uh especially in DFS and in uh um in deep leagues um, especially full point PPR leagues. Uh my intrigue of course Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. Um you're going to see like the Miles Sanders uh more of a sample size of him being that bell cow running back. Uh hopefully we get to see that. Um but yeah, he should be a great play no matter what how many touches he gets. If he gets the low or if he gets the high of that, he should dominate and uh, kill this defense. And on the Washington side, yeah, Scary Terry and Scary Terry. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I think he might have some intrigue. Uh, We have him in a couple of leagues. I'm in a way and see mode, definitely. I think he's going to be a startable player, but for for this week, I'm just not going to go ahead and start him. Um, But I probably would put him over guys like, um, I think Jordan, I would take him over Jordan Howard still. So that's just where I'm at with him.
0: Yeah, I would take him over Jordan Howard. I'm honestly interest. I mean, I'm like curious. Like, I think I would start him over Le'Veon Bell. Mm, I think maybe I would that's a stretch. Take Le'Veon still. You would, yeah, right? Because Le'Veon, you kind of know the, the, you know, almost guarantee the touches, but yeah. Antonio Gibson, I know, I know the upside that's there. True. I think that's what's doing it for me, um, but. You know, I I like I like what you said. If you can afford to wait, like wait on him, like just wait and see. Like you know, in the league of extraordinary people, I have him. I might have to start him now because of all the injuries that I have on my team. Um, But you know, I was in wait and see mode with him Uh, in our in our in our Siemens B team that we call. We're in wait and see mode with him. We're not even, you know, we're not even looking at him as a starting option this week. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, so it really depends on the way your roster is constructed. Uh, you know, I have seen some teams where if, if you have Antonio Gibson on it, start him because you drafted him in the fifth round. You know, maybe that's where you know, you, you don't have any other depth at the running back position and you have to start him. So, um, but I did last year, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to talk about this, you know, for a really quick. Last year, I did want to pick the Washington football team to cover a ten point spread and I told you guys, all you guys at work, it was because of this defensive line <laughs> that Washington has. And guess what? Washington covered that ten point spread and uh this year Washington's defensive line is even better and the Eagles def offensive line is worse. So take that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the spread is the spread is not ten though, it's a little lower
0: than that, you know? So Oh yeah, it started at six though, so the Sharps are betting on Washington <laughs> to cover yeah, I mean, yeah. This this was
1: week one too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was week one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and Washington came out and they, we, we thought they were going to win the game for a minute.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh snap! No, they did exactly. They were they were leading for for a good amount of the game. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Uh, Deshaun Jackson also did kill in that game. So yeah, I mean, he's a good play.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Steven Sims Jr. Any intrigue there?
1: Uh, I do just because yeah um if dwayne Haskins is gonna make this leap and be a little better i think you know he's he's gonna of course if he steps up I think stephen stems steps up and gets more intrigue uh i just haven't seen this offense thrive with two receivers so um, i'm in wait and waiting mode with him but i, I i'm he's definitely a stash i have him in one league my sixteen team league uh i have i think we have him on uh also our belly up sports league so yeah he's waiting see mode for him
0: yeah i mean if if uh if you're in DFS or a deeper league, I think there's definitely some intrigue just because Philadelphia's secondary uh, has not been that great. Um, you know, they did add Darius Slay, but they they lost. They needed a corner, but they lost Malcolm Jenkins last year. So, um, you know, there there's shuffling going on back there, and in a game where Washington Football Team will be trying to come back, uh, you know, he, he's potentially some intrigue, especially in full point PPR leagues.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right, well that's it. We, those those are all the games for uh, part one that we're covering. Make sure you come back for for part two tomorrow. Um, but again, everyone, thanks for listening. As always, please rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you're listening. Hit that notification bell so you can you can get notifications as to you know when new episodes come out because we are out four times a week now and so you know hope you all enjoyed last night's game we look forward to to breaking it down with you guys uh and talking to you all tomorrow to cover the remainder of of this weekend's games uh so part two watch out for that that'll be saturday and uh we also cover starts of the week aka that money time so uh, make sure everyone you have a good ching ching Mm -hmm. make sure you have a good weekend and uh we are out
1: yeah